What's up, friends? It's Meg. Welcome to Today's Best. On this podcast, we come together each week to talk about how we can practice taking full advantage of each day and work on our mindset to power us forward in life and closer to our goals. Let's dive in. Hey, guys, welcome back for another episode of Today's Best. I'm going to start this week just by saying, if you haven't yet, click on the Apple link, give a little rate or review. If you're still out here listening for episode nine, are we at? (laughs) Um, I'm so grateful for you. DM me, let me know that you're listening. And then again, besides rating and reviewing, the most that I can thank you for, the biggest thank you that I can ask for is spreading this podcast to someone that you might think enjoys it. You can send this episode, other ones, whatever it is. I love you for it. So that is how we're diving in this week. But I'm going to pause to just acknowledge everything going on in our country right now from George Floyd and now all the protests going on. It's hard to find the right words except for just utter heartache for the racism problem that we still have in this country. And again, I just, there's so much that I need to work on, so much that we all need to work on. And if you don't believe that about yourself, then that is part of the problem. Keep having conversations. Don't shy away from it. Do some digging do some searching. There's places to donate. There's ways to spread awareness. It feels so overwhelming, feels so overwhelming and intimidating. And that can scare people away from not doing anything at all. And I encourage encourage you to do more than just share stories with insightful quotes Instead, find places to donate or petitions to sign and spread those things because as great as messages are, ultimately they can go in one ear and out the other. People are going to scroll by them, so try to find ways to dig a little bit deeper. And that kind of leads into what we're going to talk about this episode. Um, it didn't feel right to not just acknowledge all of that. And again, I, I, there's more that I need to do. There's just to become more aware and help our country, help each other face and acknowledge this problem. I, I could go on and on, but what it comes down to right now when you're feeling helpless and this is what inspired what I want to talk about for this episode, is doing the next right thing. This was highlighted to me from Mads Tads, Maddie. She's a soul cycle instructor in the Boston area. She has a podcast of her own. I've mentioned it a couple of times. Similar to mine in Inspiration for Starting Mine, it's called Beyond the Bike. And she loves Disney movies. That's something we definitely have in common. I do too. And Frozen 2, she talks about in particular. If you haven't seen it, 
oh my gosh, it's so good. There's music soundtrack is just great. There's so many messages that, of course, you know, the kids enjoy the movie, they love it, and then it targets the adult audience with all these themes, and it's amazing all around. So lighthearted, got me crying, but again, just can't stress it enough. Go watch it. So super cute, and one of the quotes that Maddie pointed out is the do the next right thing. When the future is uncertain, one of the characters says, the only thing you can do is the next right thing. I believe the actual quote itself is, when one can see no future, all one can do is the next right thing. Yep, that's it. I just looked it up to confirm, and it's the the little grandfather, grandmother rock uh, that says that. And I feel like that clicks right now for this time. When the future is unclear and you feel so overwhelmed that you almost feel numb and you just don't know what to do, the next right thing. And that does not mean a huge leap. That just means finding that page where you can sign a petition, seeing what you have to donate, having the conversation with somebody who maybe needs a new perspective. The next right thing, day by day, moment by moment, conversation by conversation, the next right thing. Because all those little things are going to be what creates the change. And it's certainly not by getting too scared to do anything at all. Day by day, the next right thing. When it feels like there's so many options and it feels like huge change needs to happen, but how can I, just one person, me, change the whole world? Those little things. Find that right thing to do. You know inside what you can do. And just because things might feel little and you... I know that feeling of almost just such discouragement over not being able to change everything with the snap of your fingers and make everything right. But you got to do something. Because if everybody starts doing these little things, if everybody starts doing the next right thing, that's how we create a better world together. It takes everybody. So... I digressed a little bit back into everything just going on in our country right now, but I think it's so important because I don't want you to feel like you can't do anything because it's easy to feel that way and it's easy to stay quiet. The next right thing. You can make a difference. So, in life in general, since graduating... There's been lots of time for reflection. I look at where I'm going, where I've been, the choices that I've made that have brought me here. And I'll share this week a lot of those that are close with me that have known me for years know this. Some, if you're more from group fit, might not know as well. But I decided I wanted to talk this week about 
one of the hardest decisions that I have had to make in my life, which is when I decided to uh, quit ROTC. So the end of my freshman year, we had an army ROTC cadet nurse come in. She was two years older. Uh, she came into our one of our freshman nursing classes and she talked about what it was like for nurses at UMass, what ROTC was like, what a nurse army, what an, um, I'm getting like all just, I think so, I could, I just, this is a hard, so this can be a hard topic for me, but what army nurses do, what that life looks like, and I just remember sitting there feeling like this is for me this is for me. Like I want, I'm looking for that challenge. I'm not totally sure about nursing, but like I, I know that I want to create this different path for me that nobody in my family, like I would have been first generation and I don't, yeah, I don't have army in the family. And, but I just remember feeling like I got to check this out. I, I got to check this out. I obviously think it's such an honorable career and I think I can do it. So I went to Fort Knox as an army nurse cadet my summer going from freshman into sophomore year and it was 31 days at Fort Knox. Uh, Basic camp is what it's called and it's training for ROTC cadets and they have to go to a basic camp and then they go to advanced camp their uh, next year and or for that's what the path was for nurses it's a little dif- different for other fields but uh, I won't get too into it so those are two summer commitments that you have as um, as a ROTC cadet and so I was fulfilling the first of those two that summer and I loved it. It was the hardest thing I've ever been through. 31 days, I'm immersed completely in a new culture, a new experience. We were up from anywhere from before five to six o'clock each morning. Um, getting (laughs) yelled at by drill sergeants all day. I had a rifle glued to me for a month at all times. We were marching cadences, um, called, called, you know, everyone's called by their last names. That was one of the most interesting experiences of all time is you in your platoons about like almost 40 people and from day one you knew that it was your job to have everybody else's back in the pack and so you got to know these people real well real quick because you're all immersed in this uncomfortable challenging raw experience together and people you met people mess up we would get what's called smoked is when whenever we did something that wasn't right or if the drill sergeants just felt like it, then drop to the ground. We're doing push-ups. We're doing all sorts of whatever they want us to do to basically, um, you know, make us stronger and 
that's just the army way. And so basically you get to know these people in and out. And then like halfway through, like a couple weeks in, we started turning to each other and we were like, what's your name? When in life do you get to know somebody, see them scream from pain after holding these prone Superman positions? That's the most pain I've ever been in my life. Something I think about so often when, from when I'm running to when I'm doing workouts myself, when I'm tired and I want to give up. I remember one morning, one of the first mornings that the drill sergeants had arrived and we were getting smoked and we were, we had to hold a Superman position, basically. We were on our stomachs in the grass outside. I remember like spitting up dew and bugs and dirt and gross, (laughs) um, probably like 5 a.m. and we are holding this Superman position and we're holding it and we're holding it and we're holding it and anytime somebody starts to drop a little bit back got everyone nope nope oh this person can't do it huh 30 more seconds right as we get down to three two a little bit more I have never screamed in pain in my life before. I was screaming in pain. And I don't even mean it in a dramatic way. I remember legitimately, like, like I, I couldn't even control the, the noises coming out of my mouth. I was grunting in pain. And so was everyone else next to me. Like, I just remember looking side to side and like, oh my gosh. I So now, anytime I f- feel like stopping or I feel like I'm reaching my limits, I think, uh-uh you know, you know what you can take. And so, um, again, I kind of digress a little bit. I'm just thinking about the experience in its entirety. But that month taught me so, so much about all that I was capable of. I'm away from my, that was the longest I've been away from my family without really talking to them, my friends too. And not only to be away from them, but to be going through such a hard experience and to not be able to have the comfort of your friends and family. So yeah, I'm so grateful for it because I, I mean, and I met some of the most incredible people, some of them I'm still in touch with, a couple of them that I'm really still talk to that have just commissioned now as second lieutenants that I could not be more proud of. They are incredible people. They are leaders of this country and what the future that they're going towards. Like, I am confident in our country because of the people that I know that are going to be leading it in those armed forces. And so that has just been, to see that is what has led me to this reflection lately because I see it and I think that could have been me and I wonder, should that have been me? So I'll get into the decision so I I had camp for that month graduated from basic camp came home for the rest of the summer and then it was about I had like I think I got it was the whole month of June I was gone so then I was home July and August before going back to school in August I mean um September and that's when I would have been not only in nursing school but also in ROTC, in a cadet. That's a lot to balance. And there's a few nurses in our class who are now commissioned as second lieutenants and went through it. And I cannot say enough about how much credit I give them. 
And coming back to school, so I, the rest of that summer, felt so anxious, so uneasy, so unsure. And I remember it was the first time in my life where working out became so anxiety ridden for me. It had always been what it had always been my escape, my release. And now I was competing with myself every single time to make certain marks for our PT. We have P, they have a PT tests for the army, so you have to pass a certain standard. And I I was passing the standards fine, but I wanted to excel. I wanted to be like top ranked. And as a nurse, especially in the army, like I didn't you didn't have to, but that was just like the competitor in me. I wanted to represent as a female and as a nurse and I just started having this unhealthy relationship with with exercise and for again the first time in my life really I just was not in a good place and when I came back to school and we got our schedule for ROTC for the semester and what it was going to look like and we had these you know when our trips to the field were going to be and all of our morning rocks and all this kind of stuff and we had to move in early so I was staying in the UMass hotel with my dad and I remember like those first couple days of early move-in with the cadets and I remember like just being sick to my stomach and I was supposed to be a a squad leader like I was gonna have about nine other cadets under me I was supposed to be this leadership role and that was something that a lot of people would be so honored to have and I just didn't feel like I deserved it because I was so unsure and I went into this with a lot of kind of miscommunication I jumped into ROTC really quick because it was the end of freshman year when I decided I wanted to do it so I was thrown right into camp that was my first experience whereas most everyone else in camp had been through they were either had just finished freshman or sophomore year and they were in their ROTC programs so I was one of very few people who this was my first army experience whatsoever uh and it was a lot at once and that month I loved when I was there again with those people and just total army 100% but then when I got back to school and I realized I was going to have to balance nursing school and being a cadet and teaching spin and I wasn't sure if I wanted to play club volleyball again my sophomore year and I just felt like I was being stretched in every direction and I was so unsure and so uncertain of what to do and this is what brings me full circle to my point today of in that moment I had to listen to my gut which is something I think that we need to do more in life when you're just so when you just feel like you don't know what to do and you don't know sometimes you almost feel like you can't totally you don't know what the right decision is listen to your instincts listen to your gut it's there for a reason instinct human intuition is so underrated and i maybe i'll get more into it into an episode i think that would be really interesting but that feeling is there for a reason and i had to do the next right thing for me i didn't 
I, you know, I just, I didn't know what the future held. But at that moment, I realized this right now, right now, this is not for me. I am not in a good place in my life. And this is contributing to that. And I'm not, you know, at the middle um, end of first semester, sophomore year. So in a couple months from this point, coming back to school, I was going to basically sign to commit to ROCC. And I just knew I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I wasn't there. And so I made the decision almost in that, in, in during early move-in, right before the semester really started, I handed in my uniform, I handed in my bags, and that was the hardest decision that I've ever had to make. And I think about it all the time because I know I could have done it. And that's what haunts me because I feel guilt sometimes that I didn't. And I'm sure that you have paths that you've chosen not to take in your life that you think back on too and maybe sometimes feel guilty. But when I do get a little bit down on myself or I question, was that the right move? I look at where I am now and I know I might not have been able to totally immerse myself in in spin and group fit. And I know that just because I could have done it doesn't mean that it was for me. Doesn't mean that it was the life I was meant to live. I look at the second lieutenants that just graduated my friends from camp now. And I remember having a conversation with one of them after I had um, quit and being like, does this... Are you passionate about this? Does this career make you happy? Because I think I had the idea that everybody was doing it because it was honorable and they're making this sacrifice of to choose this life. Because for me, it just felt like one big sacrifice. It wasn't the life that I wanted to live. And I thought, but you know what? Everyone else is out here doing it. So why should I be selfish and quit? And then I had this conversation with some of my friends and they were like, yes, like nothing makes me happier than this career. This is what I feel I was meant to do. And so I came to that realization of, you know what? Like in the moment, in that moment there when I decided to turn it in, I was doing the next right thing for me. And that's what I have to remind myself. That was the right choice for me at that time. And I knew then that, if it was, if along the way I missed it, if it, I realized, no, that was the right path for me or I'm in a better place, I can commit to it now, it's what I want. I, and a nurse can enter the army at any time. So I knew that I wasn't losing it entirely. At that time, it was the right choice for me to make. So again, when you just feel it can, that just can go for any part of your life. When you're going through a breakup, when you're going through a job loss, when you're going through the loss of a family member, of a loved one, times in life when you just feel so lost, wake up, do the next right thing. Go for a walk, just do something good for you. Again, the problem's not going to be solved in one day. Your mindset's not going to be perfect in one day. Your goals don't happen overnight. Get up, do the next right thing, 
and slowly it all comes together.